Key Episode 2 The Dundies The Dundies wasn't the first episode filmed for Season 2, but it came out so strong they used it as the premiere, meaning it was the first time anyone saw the show after its light reboot. B.J. Novak Very important episode, I think. Maybe the most important in the show in terms of turning Season 1 into Season 2 which I think is a very, very big difference. The colors are brighter. Steve is calmer and more likable. The show is less dark and more optimistic and more celebratory. Jenna Fisher. We also introduce all of the characters in this office. Everyone gets a little moment. Much of the action takes place at a Chili's, where Michael is handing out awards to the staff. B.J. Novak. We didn't want to invent a fake, similar-sounding restaurant like Peppers or TGI Wednesdays. Since this is supposed to be a realistic show about realistic offices, we thought setting it in a place like Chili's would be refreshing. Jason Kessler That was the first episode where we went out of the office set and went on location. It's really interesting to see the characters outside of the office environment and how they interact with each other. Randall Einhorn. That place was pretty ghetto. It was the Black Angus Steakhouse before we went into it. The carpet, it just smelled like cooked cow. It was pretty rough. Kate Flannery. It was a failed Black Angus, so it was kind of shitty. B.J. Novak. We got permission from Chili's and spent weeks with their help reconstructing with painstaking detail a Chili's restaurant in the empty, abandoned building. Jason Kessler. It was dressed to look like a Chili's, and we had Chili's executives on set making sure that everything fit into the brand. Michael Gallenberg, production designer. Chili's even gave us tables, chairs, and props from a store they were updating in the Bay Area. Kate Flannery. I remember that Chili's suddenly got very involved with the episode, and it almost drove Greg nuts. Greg Daniels. We had only a verbal agreement with Chili's. At one point during the shooting of this, they wanted to back out. B.J. Novak. On the first day of shooting, it turned out that Chili's hadn't read the script which involved, at a crucial moment, a drunk woman vomiting and a character responding by running through the chilies yelling, a woman has vomited. Well, for some reason, a vomit-filled pit of inebriation was not how the chilies people wanted their restaurant to be portrayed on television. Greg Daniels. But we'd already shot two days and we all froze. We had to shut everything down. Michael Gallenberg. As we waited for the lawyers to work out the deal with Chili's, the cast and writers were crashed out all over the place. I have a picture of Mindy sleeping under a table. Greg Daniels. And Steve, who I have to credit because as a longtime improv teacher, his brain didn't freeze, and he came up with a fix. Having the manager come out and address the problem head-on by saying that Pam had taken drinks from other customers... That solved the problem with Chili's, and we were able to move on. Jenna Fisher. 
In one scene, Jim and I are doing an interview for the camera, and in the middle, I was supposed to turn and puke all over the bar. I guess the corporate lawyers at Chili's didn't like this idea, so they changed it to having me fall off a stool instead. Randall Einhorn. Playing drunk is really hard. She was written as being hammered, but a happy hammered and a little bit behind it drunk. You can see when people are drunk and you say something to them and they think about it for a little bit, and then you see the penny drop. They're just so slow. You see the wheels turning. She did all that so beautifully, but infused with the spirit of the character. Jenna Fisher. When I got the script for this episode, I was very nervous. I couldn't remember what it was like to be drunk, and I didn't want to do a caricature of a drunk person. BJ Novak suggested I go out and get drunk one night for research. I laughed him off at first, but then decided it was a pretty good idea. I took BJ with me and made sure I didn't have to drive. It only took four drinks. After each drink, BJ would check in with me, asking, How do you feel now? What's different? He made me describe in detail the various levels of drunkenness. I totally drew on my experience of that night when we shot this episode. I realized that when you are drunk, you laugh at stupid things, talk closer to people, get touchy, and basically act like a more obnoxious and unbalanced version of yourself. You lose control a little. So, that's what I did with Pam. Jenny Tan. It's an episode where everyone gets a chance to shine. Phyllis gets the busiest beaver award and Kelly gets spiciest curry. The most crucial scene comes when a group of unruly bar patrons pummels Michael with food and he gets incredibly dejected until the office cheers him on and restores his spirits. It was the first moment in the show where Michael truly seemed vulnerable. Jenna Fisher. You can make fun of your family, but somebody else can't. The office really rallies for him. Jason Kessler. When you're in your house, the older brother picks on the little brother constantly. But when you go out in public and somebody picks on the little brother, the older brother is there to stand up. It's also the first time that Pam and Jim kiss, even though it happens very briefly when Pam is incredibly drunk and not fully in control of her faculties. John Krasinski. Everyone is always asking me about the kiss in the finale, but I thought this was the big kiss. We'd never made physical contact. Greg Daniels. That was something my wife was really big on. The writers weren't really big on it. She kept saying, you gotta put that in. It's good. Mindy Kaling. I thought the kiss this early was a mistake. The lore around this episode states that the Chili's employee who speaks to the camera and bans Pam from the chain for life is an actual Chili's manager. In reality, it was character actor Christopher T. Wood. Christopher T. Wood, Chili's manager, season two. I think at least some of the extras were Chili's employees, and the only reason I say that is because almost everyone assumed that I was actually Chili's manager. On Twitter, I've tried to debunk this any time it flashes up. People will put out, hey, fun fact, the guy in that episode was actually a Chili's manager. And I'm like, mm, no. I've had 
people say, no, you're a Chili's manager. I'm like, I kind of promise you I'm not. I don't know how else to say this. But what can you do? I take it as a compliment toward my acting.